The Fantasy Football Heroes and Villains podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog has just added Pick'em Scorchers, where you can win 100 times your bet. That's right, turn $5 into 500 in just one game. Plus, every Sunday they're giving away $100,000. Use promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for a 100% deposit bonus up to $500. And we're also brought to you by Game Time. Last-minute tickets. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use promo code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. And we're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. And we're giving away $3,000 in our NFL Second Chance Survivor Contest presented by Corey Pinkston and Barking Dog Properties. The contest starts this weekend and it's free to enter. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash survivor. DGENs assemble. Welcome back to Fantasy Football Heroes and Villains. I am your host, Justin Bruni. Joining me as always is my co-host and partner, Mr. Andrew, the TD King. Rob, happy hump day, sir. How we doing? Yes, sir. Good. Yeah. Man, there it is. love it. Fantasy. Week seven. It's again, going by too quickly. I realize that we're going to be at the halfway point of the regular fantasy season here real soon. And, uh, you know, hey, man, everything's going pretty well redraft wise. Best ball. Can't complain. Not too bad. How about yourself? Uh, average, I'd say, you know, I, I have a lot of teams as we like to talk about. So, you know, probably have a handful that are about four and two, four and one, whatever. Now we're going into week seven. So whatever, four and two, yeah, five and one, stuff like that. And then, you know, most of them are about in the middle, three and three, some two and four. I got a couple of really bad teams, you know, one win, one, one win team and one no win team. And I am trying to unload for that first overall pick with that zero win team. It's just not going well. I offered Travis Kelsey, Austin Eckler and is it Naj- and Najee Harris plus a pick. I think it was the first my first round pick for the uh, first overall. Nothing. Not a, yeah, no, it's always the no. best. Yeah, no, 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 that guy's going to take Caleb Williams. That's great. Uh, I was just like, and he's in first place too. He has someone else's uh, pick, you know? So it's like, hey, you know, why wouldn't you want Travis Kelsey? You know what I'm saying? Like, come on now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, you ain't going to do me no good in two years. In the only dynasty league that I'm in, I do have three first-round picks next year. I've uh, traded <laughs> traded some things away. Uh, but in that same thing, it is a super flex dynasty. I have no quarterback uh, to start, and I've still won two games with no quarterback in a super flex league. So... That should tell you my team's pretty nasty. Uh, just no, just yeah. no QB. So uh, I've uh, I've had some takers, but people are trying to take advantage of me uh, not having a QB and trying to you know get things yeah. that probably shouldn't be uh, able to be gotten in a QB trade. But nonetheless, 
fuck them. Still, still two <laughs> wins in that league. <laughs> yeah, you're the Jets, bro. You're just a quarterback away. Pretty much, yeah, yeah. So we'll we'll see. I have some trades out there. All right. Well, we are coming correct tonight. We are opening up the fantasy football mailbag questions from our listeners going over starter sit questions for week seven. We are going to dive right in here. First up, we've got Ryan Alvarez from the SGPN fantasy football discord asking Andrew Kareem Hunt at Indianapolis, Najee Harris at Los Angeles Rams or Christian Watson at Denver. This is my flex spot 12 man PPR and I'm four and two. Well done on the four and two. Uh, Andrew, we'll kick it over to you first. What do you think here? Hunt, Najee, Watson. Ooh, um, I like the matchup for Kareem Hunt. Don't like the matchup for Najee too much. Um, and Christian Watson's, uh, Watson is kind of a uh, an interesting spot here for me. Against Denver, mm-hmm. he's probably going to see you know Patrick Sertan. So I don't, I don't love that. Um, but I do think his ceiling's probably the highest out of all of them. So, I mean, it really is going to depend on how you feel about your matchup. You know, I, I tend to look at my opponent's matchup. And sometimes when I have some interesting um, start sit, you know, questions for myself, I, I will look at what I'm facing and kind of dictate mm-hmm. that off that a little bit. Uh, you know, so again, I mean, in, in this scenario, I think if they need to ha- score a lot of points based off the matchups, I maybe slot in Christian Watson and hope for a long TD. If not, man, I think Najee's going to get the most potential tar- or uh, you know opportunities, but I do like Kareem Hunt's matchup. So I would mm-hmm. probably go Christian Watson um, in contingency. If you just want a floor play, I'd probably take Kareem Hunt. I like the floor playing Kareem Hunt, especially for a team that's potentially four and two. And if this is your you know week seven situation, I think you're sitting just fine. You know, I think week seven's you know a mutiny of buys and injuries i'm certainly dealing with a lot of lineup issues so if this is the type of problem you're working with i think it's a good thing great matchup up against indianapolis for kareem hunt i'm going to rank them kareem hunt harris watson i've just been down on watson all offseason obviously he got banged up to start the year uh, but i just don't see anyone in that you know packers offense getting a ton of volume receiving wise Uh, i've been saying that for a while now yeah, no, and, and I agree with you on that. I just think Christian Watson probably has a an okay opportunity to potentially score a touchdown. I think that they're going to forcibly try to feed him the ball a little bit. Um, Aaron Jones mm-hmm. should be back this week, though, so they might want to run the ball, which obviously we've all seen. Denver can easily be exposed on the ground. So could just be a ground-and-pound game for the for, for the Packers, but um, I don't know. I, I still believe that Christian Watson does hold the, the highest ceiling here. So, again, just – Check the matchup, and I would either go Watson or Hunt, depending on what you feel like you might need point-wise. That's fair. Uh, next question, what do you got? <clears throat> uh, so, Matty Regalsberg, the bucket man from Reddit, is asking my Sam Howe, Commander Sam Howe, at the Giants, or uh, Geno Smith, who has been a little lackluster. Uh, you know, my, my best watch here <laughs> will show that a little bit at Arizona. He says, I want to start Smith based on the matchup, but how has been better stats-wise? Who should I start? This is a 12-team, single QB league. The Giants currently allow the most fancy uh, points to QBs, or allow the 14th most fancy points to, to QBs. Arizona allows the fifth most. Um, just based off the matchup, uh, you know, I, I want to say how, but the Giants did just play josh allen pretty pretty well for majority of that game so it does scare me a little bit there um i know the seahawks have had some injuries in the wide receiver core dk metcalf not practicing tyler lockett a little banged up 
as you alluded to before the show here, JSN, this could be JSN, uh, you know, week here. So, um, you know, with that said, I would really watch the the uh, injury log here. If everyone's good to go, I probably will roll with Gino. Give him a shot here. If mm. uh, Lockett or Metcalf miss, then I probably want to go with Hal. I think Hal, again, is going to throw the ball a decent amount. Uh, you know, probably somewhere in like the 40 passes uh, range this week. And, uh, you know, the the commanders played the Giants fairly well last year. Terry McLaurin had good mm. Uh, good usage. Uh, Jahan Dotson, uh, he had two really good games. So this could be uh, a wake-up call for him against the Giants because he has performed well against them. So look for Dotson to potentially get more involved this week. So, uh, you know, Gino, if everyone's playing, if one of the wide receivers is out, then I will go with Sam Howell. I'm going Sam Howell all the way. Follow the numbers. Go with the guy that's been producing. Gino has been super underwhelming, and they've just been running the piss out of the ball. It's been all Ken Walker. You know, if one of those... Big receivers are out, either Lockett or DK Metcalf. I would expect a lot more work probably for the run game. Even Zach Charbonnet, while he's not touching the ball a lot, when he touches the ball, you know, he's getting good production. He's getting good yards per touch. So someone to potentially look out for or to look to stash away on your rosters if available in your leagues. Um, going back to the the actual question, um, yeah, I mean, I just think it's a home run. You know, Howell over Smith. Smith, what, one multi-touchdown game? I think Sam Howell can get into some good narrative or uh, game flow, positive narr narrative uh, on the offense to where he's just going to have to put up a lot of points. Yeah, no, I, uh, you know, I, I, again, I, I agree with that. Um, you know, last week I was taking some flack on Twitter from somebody about how Terry McLaurin wasn't going to have a good week, how Sam Howell doesn't know how to feed a number one wide receiver, blah, blah, blah. That, that quickly got put to bed in the first quarter. Uh, Terry McLaurin heavily involved, uh, kind of kind of tapered off a little bit after halftime, uh, but he still had a very good game, uh, you know, one of his best games of the season so far. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I agree with you. I think Howell's a good play, but, um, you know, the, the Cardinals just are bad. Um, so, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. But, uh, yeah, again, I, I'll go Geno if everyone's playing. That's fair. It is a very good matchup. Arizona's been just very bad, but they've also been sneaky as well. Still feels yeah. like a game I could see Gino throwing a, a couple of uh, it, couple of. It kind of feels like kind of feel like this time we're gonna give Gino like a second chance, right? Mm -hmm. Second chance to kind of do something. Speaking of second chances, you may have been in a Survivor League. You may have picked the Philadelphia Eagles to beat the Jets, which they did not. If you have played in Survivor, if you haven't played in Survivor, doesn't matter. SGPN is giving you a second chance Survivor contest ability to get in <clears throat> and play survivor one more time this season uh presented by Corey pinkston and barking dog properties there's three thousand dollars up for grabs winner take all starts this weekend so sign up now over at sports gambling podcast.com slash survivor that sports gambling podcast.com slash survivor get in and have your opportunity to win three thousand dollars as well as uh you know if you're a merch store guy like myself uh, the NFL Gambling Podcast guys are doing a review contest. Leave an Apple Podcast review with your favorite touchdown-related bet for this weekend. Biggest winner gets a $50 SGPN gift card. Make sure to include your YouTube username in the review so we can contact the winner. Again, leave your YouTube username in the review so we can con so we can contact the winner. Uh, you know, if you aren't in YouTube, uh, you probably should do so. Get in there. Uh, follow us along here at the SGPN Fantasy Football. 
uh, you know, watch everything that we have going on all the time. Listening is fun. Watching is better. Again, NFL Gambling Podcast, $50 SGPN gift card. Make sure to include your YouTube username in the review. As well as we are brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy has a way to play alongside your favorite football team all season long. Underdog has just introduced Scorchers. Go five for five in Pick'em Scorchers and enjoy a spicy 100 times payout. And for a limited time, Underdog is extending the first deposit bonus up to $500. (coughs) Excuse me. $100,000 Sundays continue on Underdog Fantasy. Ten lucky players will win $10,000 each. Uh, So watch along, make your picks, and maybe make a little cash over at Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up, use the promo code SGPN. Underdog will double your first deposit up to $500. That's Underdog Fantasy, promo code SGPN. All right, right on. Jump back into it here. What's the next question? What do we got? Sorry, I'm dying over here. I have a tickle in my throat. Uh, Chase Nelson from Twitter asked, Drake London at Tampa Bay or Gabe Davis at New England or Rashad White versus Atlanta. 12-team PPR. Uh, Tampa Bay allows the 10th most fantasy points to wide receivers. New England allows 13 most or 13 fewest to wide receivers. I'm sorry. And the Falcons allow the third fewest fantasy points to running backs. So based off that, uh, you know, the Drake London uh, aspect should probably be uh, what you want to lean towards here just because of the soft matchup against the Bucks. With that said, though, I don't know if I really truly believe, uh, you know, that Ritter can sustain throwing the ball without throwing a bunch of interceptions, as we just saw this mm-hmm. last weekend. He threw three interceptions against the Commanders, and the Commanders have not been very good in the secondary. So, you know, uh, you kind of got to take your ebbs and flows with Ritter and, and that Falcons offense. A lot of times they do want to just, you know, lean on the run game with Bijan and Tyler Algier. So, mm-hmm. it, you know, I, I think the London plays okay. Uh, Gabe Davis is the one that's really interesting to me. Uh, he's very, you know, kind of boomer bust in my eyes. He did have a streak that ended this week of uh, he scored in four straight games before this this last week's games. Um, so, I mean, he could get back on the touchdown train there. Rashad White versus Atlanta. I don't know. It it feels kind of safe. But at the same time, I don't think there's a massive opportunity there for him to score you like a 20 plus points. So I'm not mm-hmm. sure I'd want to go with that. Um, Man, I'd probably go Gabe Davis here. Honestly, there's something's telling me to take Gabe Davis. Steph Diggs could could see a lot of coverage. You know, Bill Belichick tends to try to um, take away your best uh, asset on the team. So I think Gabe Davis might have a decent amount of opportunities, you know, could potentially catch a long touchdown pass as well. He has been known to do that. So I will go Gabe Davis. Uh, Drake London's definitely in consideration for me, and I would probably not play Rashad White. Yeah, so I'm going with Drake London here. And for me, I just feel like I am getting a safer floor. You know, I feel like the targets that he'll get, while they may not be as valuable, they may not be like downfield bullet strikes from, you know, an elite QB1 like Josh Allen. I think he has a safer floor because he's going to have more targets, more involvement in the game in general. And I do feel like Gabe Davis is in that boomer bust territory. Like he needs to score a touchdown and his likelihood is probably higher than Drake London's to find pay dirt. But at the same time, I like what I'm getting out of London. I'm going to get a fair amount of targets and I could still find. Uh, the end zone with him as well. So I would rank them London, Davis, and then Rashad White. I'm in agreement with you. Rashad White just hasn't really been that impressive. They're not using him with enough volume. I think if they were to just use him as more of a you know, receiver out of the backfield, you know, I think that you know 
fantasy owners would definitely be a lot happier, but I think it would be more prudent to their offense as well, just trying to get some just easier ground and pound chunk game or chunk gains, you know, even from a running back just getting five to seven, you know, like just take what you can get. And they're just stalling, you know, they're they're not really that impressive on the ground right now. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, yeah, th- th- they could easily just start to throw the ball around a ton during the game, and that's not going to yeah. bode very well for Rashad White. So, yeah, I'm, I'm in agreement with you. It's it, Yeah, it, it's London or, or Davis. All right, next one, up here, next one up here, excuse me, we have Lou Miller from Facebook asking Pat Fryermuth at the Los Angeles Rams or David Njoku at Indianapolis or Luke Musgrave at Denver, 14-team PPR. What are your thoughts here? Hmm. This one's a little bit more tricky. Um, initially, I want to go with Njoku. Um, I think mm-hmm. Njoku just had a uh, he just had a decent game, you know, last week. Luke Musgrave, uh, he, he's the anomaly one here for me. I don't exactly know what to think of Luke Musgrave in this Packers offense. I mean, he was utilized and he kind of fell off a little bit. Um, it feels like it could really just be uh you kind of got to get lucky with him, you know, maybe mm-hmm. some open opportunities across the, you know, across the, uh, across the field. And uh, I mean, Denver can be exposed a little bit. Uh, you know, they may just heavily target the wide receivers and not let them do a whole lot. Potentially that could leave Musgrave open. Uh, Fryermuth coming back from injury against the Rams. Interesting. Um, don't, don't hate that. I think that he has the, he, he probably is the, the best tight end out of any of these, like just as a pure mm-hmm. like athlete. Um, and, you know, again, shout out Penn State, love Pat Fryermuth. But I, I, do, I don't think I want to take him right out of the gate, coming back from injury and, and against this Rams team that is surprising us so far this year, right? Like they've been better than what I thought that they were going to be. Um, with that said, man, Fryermuth and them, they're going to be behind in the game probably, at least in, in my eyes. I think that the Rams are going to, kind of get off to a hot start and put the Steelers behind the eight ball a little bit. So there might be some more uh, passing opportunities for Fryermuth. Um, but I'm still going to go, n- uh, you know, Njoku here. I don't really care who the QB is either. I think mm-hmm. they are going to target the tight end uh, a little bit more in this matchup. He's probably the one that I would bang. If I had to bet one of these guys to score a touchdown, it's probably Njoku. So I will go with Njoku uh, on the touchdown upside. Uh, I mean, what, you probably think he's going to get like maybe like four or five targets. I mean, I don't really think any of these guys get, you know, north of seven. That's what Musgrave got last week. And that's the guy that I'm going to go with just because out of the competition for targets, I see him standing out among his group. Whereas I still see Njoku falling behind the receivers. I still see Firemuth falling behind Deontay Johnson, who's also coming back, George Pickens, Najee Harris. So I just see Luke Musgrave being higher in the pecking order in this matchup up against Denver. Uh, I'm not saying he's going to get seven targets again, but I think his likelihood to score a touchdown is higher than Njoku and Fryermuth. And I think that all three of these guys are boomer bust. Like if you're really needing points, like you need a good start from the tight end position, you're not just, you know, starting somebody to get four or five points. Every one of these guys can do that. And every one of these guys can get you, you know, 13 to 15 with a, with a touchdown and a handful of targets and, you know, maybe 50 to 60 receiving yards. So I'm going to go Musgrave again. I don't love it. This is kind of an ugly pick. I like the matchups for all these guys. Rams, third most uh, fantasy points per game to tight ends. Uh, Indianapolis, ninth most. Denver, second most. I mean, that's another bump to Musgrave, Denver being that high. But I don't even really take that in, into consideration here. I just, again, think that Musgrave is, you know, he's he's pretty even keel with the guys that he's competing with for touches. He's got Aaron Jones coming back from injury. 
maybe there's a little bit less there. Maybe he only gets five or six targets, but where he stands in that offense in comparison to Christian Watson or Romeo Dubes, like I think he's just as likely to be targeted. Yeah, no, that's that's fair. <clears throat> All right, next one up. What do you got? Yeah, so next one up here, Sam Wasserman from the SGPN Fantasy Football Discord. Uh, a reminder, everybody, if you aren't in the Discord, get in there. Uh, we're talking fantasy all the time. Uh, you know, we answer start sick questions in there, trade questions, dynasty questions, you name it. So if you aren't in the SGPN Fantasy Football Discord, hit us up. We will get you an invite in there. Uh, you know, join us, talk some fantasy, talk to our fellow fantasy football brethren and, and sisters as well, you know, in, in there and, uh, you know, ask all the questions away. So as a reminder, join the discord. Uh, Sam wants to know James Cook at New England or Brian Robinson at the Giants. This one is pretty easy for me. It's Brian Robinson. Um, I think yeah. that they will be able to run the ball yeah. a little bit uh, in this. I think he he's I think over Cook, he probably uh, has a better chance of scoring a touchdown. They, they do utilize him, you know, around the goal line. So I'm going to go Brian Robinson here. I do think James Cook is an okay play. I think you kind of need to hope that he ca- that he gets himself a couple catches, um, you know, as opposed to what Brian Robinson's able to do. So I'm going to go Brian mm-hmm. Robinson here. I think the answer is Robinson as well. Again, this is kind of just a safer floor pick. We've seen James Cook really bust these uh, past few weeks. I mean, he's had some highs and lows, but it's mostly been lows. Robinson, a little bit more of a steadier option, I think, outside of the Bears game. Uh, he's been you know, pretty pretty solid. So I'll roll with him this week. Also has a very good matchup. That's an easier one. <clears throat> yes, sir. And if anybody's interested in going to the, uh, you know, Commanders versus the Giants or Bills at New England, you should be going over to Game Time. Game Time makes buying tickets to your favorite events less stressful. Game Time is fast and easy way to buy tickets for all your sports, music, comedy, and theater near you with killer deals on last minute tickets and their best price guarantee you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll be having i know that i've uh, recently wanted to kind of go see a comedy show so i was talking to my wife about doing that we went on to game time uh you know i, I am a uh, company man of course game time uh we went through there was kind of looking around uh you know it just again it was super easy my wife was searching around it was her first time on game time i've kind of been the one who just kind of goes on there and tells her what's available but she went on there and i was like so how do you like you know how'd you like it she's like uh it's actually really easy to go through she named another app that we had used previously and she's like it's better than this it feels uh you know easy to uh maneuver around and navigate the app felt easy to go in and just take a look at the prices and know that that's, you know, kind of what you're going to be paying. So uh, it does make it a lot easier. And of course, uh, you know, if you just kind of want to on a last minute, you know, uh, uh, you know, a last minute swing here and just kind of go out on a limb and just kind of go to something, you know, they make it really easy to get last minute tickets at their best price guarantee. Um, game time is the place for last minute ticket deals. Game time guarantee means you will always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, Game time will credit you 110% of the difference. That is a plus EV move, people. It's the fastest growing ticketing app in the country for a reason. Tickets are sent directly to your phone, so you never have to dig through your email. And buying tickets in a matter of seconds is the way to go. Snag your tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code CFBX. And twenty for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Again, that was CFBX for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. Create an account and redeem code CFBX for twenty dollars off. Download Game Time today. 
last minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. And if you like to bet on the NFL and you want to be a little smarter about it with parlays in general, Hall of Fame Bets is the way to go. The sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, M- NBA, MLB, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea into the Hall of Fame Bets revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg, as well as an unexpected or an unexpected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which players have value. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hofbets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. Okay, and we're back. Party on. Let's get back to it here. Uh, next question we've got. Uh, oh, and by the way, last week you picked uh, James Cook over Derrick Henry. I took the king, just so you know. Hero, villain. That's right. Hey. That's how that went down. Hey, I had some I had some good calls last week, man. Let's roll, let's roll a tape back. Let's roll a tape back. Huh? Should we? <laughs> you want to? You wanna oh, you wanna watch yeah. some film, son? We 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 should. We should take some clips of our previous week so that we can keep ourselves accountable and we'll roll the clips. No problem there, man. No problem there. I'm gonna roll the clip on uh Emerson's head. Jared Goff oh. versus Deshaun Watson. It's not looking good for the young man. Oh, well, you know, uh I, I don't know if you're you're victor out of victory lapping an injury, so I'm not victory lapping an injury, but we do have a rule where he has to play at least 13 games. I think he's going to play 13 games at least, and uh, it's going to be fantasy points per game. So he'll he'll still be in the race once he gets back. But again, Deshaun Watson's just been bad. Jared, Jared Goff been very very good. So true. Poor kid's going to be bald come Christmas. Sorry, sorry, Emerson. All right, Thanks. Alex. Alex Landis uh, from the SGPN Fantasy Football Discord asks, Jared Goff at Baltimore or Kirk Cousins versus San Francisco? That is ugly. Both teams very good up against the quarterback position. Baltimore allowing the third fewest fantasy points per game and San Francisco the second fewest. So both top three in the NFL. Uh, I think without Justin Jefferson, the the answer is Jared Goff. He's just been very good. Doesn't turn the ball over as much as uh, Kirk Cousins does. Fumbling interceptions. I mean, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go golf here. Yeah, so I agree with you. One. Yeah, I agree. Um, I mean, it's just it, when you look at. I realize San Francisco allows the second fewest. Baltimore allows the third fewest. But when you look at the team, you just yeah. can easily eye test that the 49ers defense is just better. Uh, so oh, yeah, absolutely. Go, yeah, yeah. I, I'm gonna go golf as well. Um, I like his surrounding cast a little better, and you know, obviously, you know, JJ not there for Kirk Cousins as you said. So I like the surrounding cast for golf. And, uh, yeah, I mean, again, Montgomery's hurt. Gibbs is, was hurt and is probably coming back to play, but they he's know. been sparingly used. You know, you have Craig yeah. Reynolds now in the fold. I don't also think they're going to – What? Craig Reynolds isn't practicing. He's not practicing? Yeah. Check it out. Oh, oh I, yeah. I had not I had not seen that yet. You're telling me that for the first time. I'm learning about that right now. <laughs> uh, I, I learned about it not that long ago either. Like, what? I, I read that. I was like, really? I mean, it's probably rest. It's Wednesday, so I mean, I'm I'm sure he'll probably get limited and then full. But uh, yeah, I was like to start the week. I was like, bruh, come on now, Detroit with the Lions. Like, you guys gonna sign Leonard Fournette? Let's go get to it. 
Interesting. Okay. Well, I mean, regardless in that aspect, then I don't think that the Lions are going to want to rely on the run game very much with yeah. a just hosh posh, you know, of, of players there. So I think they're going to throw the ball even more. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it, it's definitely golf. Yeah, not an, I wouldn't say it's like an easy home run pick, but I just think, again, based off of what we've seen, golf has just been more reliable. Uh, we've been kind of rolling to safe pick or safe uh, floor picks here. So I guess that's how we're going with our heroes this week. But I mean, Kirk Cousins, he's got villain written all over him. Like he's going to at least throw two interceptions and and fumble the ball. And I always love learning which leagues penalize me for when they fumble the ball, but they don't lose the ball. It's always Kirk Cousins bringing up the, that reminder for me. It's always him. He's always put, dropping the ball. Even when he recovers, I'm still losing like two points. I hate it. I hate that so much. Can't have it. Can't have it. What's the next question? What do we got? All right. Petra Miller. Man, Petra, what a name. Petra Miller Stone from Facebook asks, Tyler Lockett at Arizona, DJ Moore versus the Raiders, or Josh Palmer at Kansas City, or Corlin Sutton versus Green Bay. Man, we got to stop putting all these oars in here. Uh, so again, that's Lockett at Arizona, uh, DJ Moore, Raiders, Josh Palmer, Kansas City, or Sutton at Green Bay, uh, 12 team PPR. I need to sit one of these players this week. So start three oh. of them. Uh, Arizona allows the seventh most fancy uh, points to wide receivers. Raiders allow the 10th fewest, Kansas City, ninth fewest, and Green Bay, seventh fewest. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking I'm of gonna, the odd man out. I, I mean, I, I, these matchups all seem pretty close to me. Um, I mean, I mean, uh, Lockett's Lock banged up. Yeah, I was gonna say Lockett's a little banged up right now, so definitely watch that. Um, I think if Lockett plays, I'm definitely gonna play Lockett. I'll play DJ Moore, and I think the other one that I'm gonna go with is Josh Palmer. Sutton's probably the one that I don't feel the best about. Um, man, mm -hmm. the Broncos are just a mess. I, I just don't Sutton know if I can score trust. touchdowns. That's what scares me. Those are the three that I would pick, but I I agree with you. If Lockett's you know, only getting limited practices going into Sunday, I would I would probably hang with Sutton and just hope that he finds the end zone because he is – I mean, I know he got blanked last week, but, I mean, he is just fine in pay dirt. He is just getting back there. So I still think there's some upside for him. I like Palmer a lot, like you were saying. Like, he got seven targets last week. If he can get five to seven up against Kansas City, I think those are high value, high-scoring matchup most likely. Uh, DJ is probably still a home run even – it doesn't really matter who the quarterback is, uh, I feel. Yeah, he's still he's still going to get targets. That's the thing for for DJ Moore with me, and and you know mm -hmm. as you just alluded to, uh, it's definitely not going to be Justin Fields. So whoever mm -hmm. they do end up starting, and I think that I think I saw the Bears sign Trace McSorley. Shout out Penn State. Watched a lot mm -hmm. of Trace McSorley in my lifetime. Um, he, he and Direct I know you runs. cringe. I know you cringe Direct at runs. that, but man, when no, he, he gets ball. in a groove, he yeah, when he gets in a groove, he, he'll he'll find his wide receivers for sure. Um, so we'll, we'll see what happens there with, you know, who they're going to start, but yeah, I mean, Cortland Sutton's the odd man out here for myself, Justin, mm -hmm. we do have a chat question here. Start scary Terry McLaurin or April showers, bring Zay flowers at flex spot. Uh, onion is this a PPR or not? I don't think it truly matters, but I, I'm I go with Terry. Terry's got to find the end zone. Terry's got to find the end zone this week. Uh, I'm actually going to go Zay Flowers. Uh, I just, yeah, I don't know. I think, uh, they're, they're using him downfield. The, his route tree is absurd right now. Uh, mm -hmm. his, you know, all the, uh, his percentage of the team's targets is absurd as well. 
So I'm going to go Zay Flowers, just believing that uh, last week wasn't a fluke with his first NFL touchdown. I think he you know, could potentially find pay dirt again. I love McLaurin as well. I think this is a good problem to have. But I will take Flowers thinking that he'll probably see more targets than McLaurin will. Again, I do think Jahan Dotson potentially has a wake-up game this week. And uh, I, I think I think with the Commanders, obviously, as a fan watching the team, I think that they realized last week that they need to be a little bit more balanced. They can't put Sam Howe out there throwing 55 passes. They also can't run the ball 35, 40 times. I think they're going to want to you know, be a little bit more established on both the run and the pass Baltimore kind of just is an ebbs and flow team. They're either going to just mm-hmm. run the shit out of the ball or they're going to completely forget about it. And outside of running with, with Lamar, they're just going to pass the fuck out of the ball. So I, it's, it's hard to say who truly has the higher upside here. That, like that's what I was trying to think to myself is which one of these wide receivers has the most upside. I don't really know, but I'm going to hang my hat on the flowers here for this week. Sorry, Terry, but you're still my boy. I am going to say that uh, the Ravens have some trouble this week. I think that the Lions' pass rush is elite, led by uh, Aiden Hutchinson. He's been a quarterback killer, not really just from a stats point of view, but just getting the pressure you know, to the pocket and getting the quarterback moving. I think that's actually going to cause problems for this offense this week. I'm going to see an, a, a more than a handful of drives you know, called short for the Ravens this week just because of a, a stouter defense. And I'm going to pick the Lions to win that game. I don't know if they're favored. I think they're on the road, so they're probably dogs. I'm going to be taking them. All right. Next one up, Nick Swish745 from Reddit asks, trade question. I was offered Bijan, Puka, my boy Puka, and Devontae Smith for Tyreek Hill. Okay, so that's Bijan, Puka, and Devontae Smith for Tyreek Hill, 12-team PPR league. I'm three for I'm three and three right now. My RBs consist of David Montgomery, Isaiah Pacheco, and Alexander Madison. My receivers right now are Hill, Cooper, Judy, Osborne, and Downs. So uh, I'll throw this Hold. one to you first because I know exactly what I'm going to do Hold. here. Hold. Hold Tyree Kill. Okay. I'm not I'm not selling Tyree Kill. There's no way. Why? I mean, is this like a standard league? I mean, even then, what am I? What are we even talking about? I mean, the no, dude's about to be PPR. at a thousand yards receiving. It's week seven. It's week seven. He's about to have a thousand receiving yards. What are you talking about? Bar none, the yeah. most valuable player. You should get way more than this, in my opinion. Way more than this. Really? Interesting. Oh, yeah. I, I'm gonna go with it. Yeah, I'm gonna say do the deal. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're just a, you're just a sucker for Puka. You're just a sucker oh, for Puka. I, I do love Puka. So, I mean, okay, so so think about it this way, right? So, you got Tyreek Hill, who's – what do you think mm-hmm. he's going to average rest of the year? 21 points? A billion yards. Like a billion yards, Andrew. <laughs> he's going to average a lot more than everybody else as long as he's healthy. A lot more than everybody else. I like, think this he really is unstoppable. Helps. It, it just really helps his team overall, though. I know he's getting rid of Hill. He's getting rid of the best player. I agree with you there. But Puka is averaging, you know, what, like eight, nine targets still? Like, that, I don't know. He, he, he dropped okay. an All easy All right, so let's down. play this game. Let's play this game. You're So then he's locked into Devontae Smith every week, right? He's locked yeah. into Puka every week, right? Let's say he starts uh, four four receivers, right? Who, who are his other receivers to start? This isn't anything overwhelming. This is This feels very lateral. Yeah, well, I mean, he'll probably start Cooper, you know, uh, with that bunch, yeah. and then 
have to figure out which one else to put in. But I mean, if he doesn't make the trade, he's still in that exact same scenario. No, he just knows which guys to start. It's really only a toss-up between like maybe Judy and Downs. I mean, you're going to start Osborne every week. You're going to start Cooper every week, at least until Justin Jefferson gets back for Osborne, obviously. Downs, he scored a touchdown last week. I think he's got two touchdowns uh, out of his last three starts, getting a large target share. Uh, honestly, like I would, I don't know, I would just try to trade Cooper for something. I think Judy, Osborne, and Downs will be fine this season. Judy hasn't been impressive. Maybe you sit him, but you know, maybe you go Cooper, Osborne, Downs, or no, because you'd have both those guys, Puka and Devante. But again, I I just don't like I just don't like it. I don't think it's enough. I don't know. Give me more. I, I think it's give me more. I think it's I think it's a fair trade for sure. Um, in my eyes, I mean, you're getting oh yeah, I the numbers probably add up really play. nicely. Like if you're in like your Yahoo trade calculator. Yeah, I bet the numbers add up, like the projections, whatever. No, I mean, I think just Tyree Kill is too much of an advantage at his position. I mean, yeah, but you also have to look at the injury aspect of this too. If Tyreek gets hurt, you are really yeah. fucked. If Puka would get hurt and you still have Devontae Smith and Bijan, like that's still a decent, you know, starting uh trade there, you know, between those two and Tyreek for, for in my eyes. So I would do the trade. Justin is saying to not do the trade. Again, pick your fighter. It's up to you. How many uh, weeks has uh, Tyreek Hill had less than five fantasy points? None. How many times has it happened to Puka or Devontae Smith? Uh, Puka, I don't think he's been less than five. Devontae's probably been there like twice, three times. What did Puka do this last week? Didn't he have more than five? No, I don't think so. I don't think he did. No? I think he was dog poo this week. Uh, again, he did drop a touchdown that he should have had. Like, he, he should, if, if that would have happened, like, you, yeah, we don't have this conversation. Probably not. Let's see here. Wait, what did he have? I, I thought he had more than that. Four, like four, four for catches for twenty six for twenty six yards. So barely yeah, he, six point six, six point yeah. six with PPR. Wow. Well, okay. Well, for less Puka, half the, point the PPR. Man that you probably didn't draft unless you listen to me. You probably didn't draft him. So I mean, again, give this man a break. One down week. Get come on, get out of here with that shit. Let's see, we got uh, David Koo in the chat saying happy hump. Day fellas just traded Ken Walker and Garrett Wilson for Cooper Cup. That's a trade, brother. That's a good trade. Get you some Cooper. Get you some Cup. I love it. Uh, still have Swift and Aaron Jones coming back. Solid. And my other receiver is Stefan Diggs. PPR, good or bad trade? Great trade. Great trade. Very good. Andrew, agree? Disagree? Hmm. Yeah, I think it's a good trade. Um, uh, I'm just again just rereading this over here. So Walker and Wilson for Cup. So that puts you with Cup and Diggs, Aaron Jones and Swift as your guys. Yeah, I like it. I'm 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 fine with that. David Koo knocking out of the park. Uh, Freddie Ramirez saying, "Would you trade Saquon and Evans for AJ Brown?" I got Brees, Mostert, one JT. Yeah, that's a that's a yes. home run. A that's billion a home run, percent. Freddy. The yes. word a billion has been used a lot today. It's yeah, been, it's a been, billion percent. I would we're do. using it a little bit loosely today. Just just getting after it here. I'm just All manifesting right. what I'm going to win one day. Billion dollars. <laughs> I'm, I, I'll settle for three million. I'll settle, I'll settle for BBM4. All right. Uh, the Brian Boitano fan club from Reddit asks. That's awesome. Uh, DeAndre Swift versus Miami or Mostert versus Philly. Speak of Mostert. Uh, same game pick for my flex spot, 10-team PPR. Uh, that's a toughie. That's a toughie one. 
Um, uh, hmm. I like I like Mostert more. I think. I think. I could change my answer tomorrow, but today I think the answer is Mostert. I, that's as close as it gets. Uh, that is very close as well. I that's, agree. Um, that's super close. I Paper think thin. if the, the, the Lane Johnson injury for the Philadelphia Eagles is big. Um, I, I saw that it said that he's they think he can play this week, which would be mm-hmm. good for them. But the the re-injury risk for the ankle uh, is is not great for the position that, that he plays. So, right. uh, you know, if, if he's out, then this is in my mind, easier for Mostert. Um, I'll probably still go Mostert, though. I think that the opportunities he's going to get and see the mm-hmm. high-value touches that he can get. I mean, Tua is not running it in, but Jalen Hurts sure as hell can run it in. So that that takes away from Swift in my eyes. Yeah, I, I'm agreeing with you. Let's go Mostert and just uh, let's hope he finds some pay dirt again. Yeah, it's just a more explosive offense. They're, they're just you know burning and churning with speed, fastest offense in the NFL. And again, kind of the similar reason why you're 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 holding Tyreek. I mean, the dude is just in you know one of the best offenses in the league. Like they're going to put up points and put up points. Like if there's a guy that can get you 50 points in fantasy, it's Tyreek Hill. I mean, it's also DJ Moore, my boy. Shout out, but Tyreek Hill mostly. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Next one up, De Aaron Jones from Twitter asks. Zay Flowers versus Detroit or Michael Pittman versus the Bronze. Detroit Flowers. allows the 13th. What? Flowers. That's that's a, that's a T-ball one. Oh, uh, yeah, I was like, D- Detroit allows 13 most points to wide receivers. Cleveland allows the fewest. Yeah, it, yeah it's Zay Flowers. Yeah. Uh, it's, yeah. Yeah. And it, I in love, my eyes, it's love Michael Pittman. Michael Pittman killing it for me this season. Not going to be doing it in week seven. Going to get... Uh, going to get Ward on his case. It's not going to be pretty. Uh, Cleveland defense just vacuuming out all the life for receivers right now. hasn't been hasn't been clean. It's been pretty brutal. Zay Flowers, yeah. I still like him in that matchup. Like I said, I I do like uh, Detroit to really you know kick in the door on Baltimore, but still more upside. Uh, Freddie back in the chat asking, who do you value value more uh, rest of season, Myers or Flowers? Wow. Thanks for the advice. Wow. He's been a better offense. Flowers. Yeah, 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 yeah. We 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 heard yeah, guy. Uh is yeah, he's in a better offense. I mean, Myers, though, I mean, he's his numbers are what Devontae Adams numbers should be. I I think that it's pretty close. I don't think that there's just like a leap and bounds for Flowers here. I'll agree with you for upside because the Ravens offense, fuck, has got to get better. Oh my God. It is so bad, in my opinion. They are not scoring enough. So my hope is, is that they're gonna get really aggressive with some of their downfield action and flowers is going to benefit more so the rest of the season. I see the situation with the Raiders getting ugly at a point in which you could see Myers either take an incredible downtrend in stats or an incredible upturn. I think he's a real wild card in my opinion because if Devonta Adams were to miss time, you know, just be, oh yeah, the ankle doesn't feel good. Oh, the hammies don't feel good. You know, I'm going to ride the bike. I'm going to I'm going to dress, but I'm going to ride the bike mostly. Rather not yeah, play. I mean, this team. This team sucks. I just feel like he could go either way. So, again, been the episode for the safer floor for our heroes. We'll go flowers here. Yeah, flowers. Uh, you know, two things stand out for me. Flowers. Uh, one, the offense is definitely better in Baltimore, as you alluded to. They should start to score more. Their red zone offense has been atrocious. If that picks up. 
think that that really is going to help Zay Flowers as well as Zay Flowers does not have to, uh, you know, contend with Devontae Adams on his team. Zay Flowers is the guy in the wide receiver core for the for the Ravens. I mean, Myers uh, has to. Not Mark Andrews, that's for sure. No. God, unfortunately not. No. Um, but yeah, I mean, Myers just he has to deal with Devonte Adams. You know, the Raver, the uh, Raiders like to run the ball a lot with Josh Jacobs. They're giving him tons of opportunities. So Myers has been very good. I, I do agree with that. But rest of season, I, I'll still stick with Flowers. I mean, his upside is just tremendous. No, like I said, he's he's a wild card. He's a uh, he's a joker, if you will. Yep. Um. Let's see. Next one here. Uh, Jake Wiles from Twitter asks. Jordan Mason, Craig Reynolds. Ew. Uh, ew. Ew. <laughs> All, this, these are gross. Go ahead. Continue. These are gross already. What's the next one going to be? Keontae Ingram? No. J- Jalen Warren, start one, flex PPR. So you got Warren, Warren, Jordan Mason, or Craig Reynolds. I think that CMC is going to wind up playing, so, so I'm going to go with Jalen Warren. So what if Craig Reynolds plays? I'm sure Craig Reynolds plays too, but I don't think the matchup up against Baltimore is amazing. I feel like it's not likely for him to find the end zone, and he could be middled anywhere from like 8 to 11 touches. Gibbs could also be healthy, steal a lot of the PPR upside. I just don't like him to finish in, 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 the, in the end zone. I don't like him to finish in the, you know, inside the five like we've been seeing with uh, Montgomery. And I think you could see some of the receivers even take some carries just because they're going to get unique. They're going to get creative. They love Craig Reynolds. Don't get me wrong. They love him. Uh, but if he's not 100%, you know, again, we got to wait and see on the rest of these practices. But again, even if he was, I, I, I still like Jalen Warren more. They've been using him more so, not more than Najee, but his role keeps increasing every week and he's got a good matchup against the Rams. Okay. Uh, pick one from the flex position, mm-hmm. PPR, mm-hmm. Uh, Jordan Addison. Zay Flowers, mm. Antonio mm. Gibson. Not Antonio Gibson, that's for sure. Zay Flowers, or who was the other one? Jordan Addison. Addison? Probably Addison. I don't love the matchup, but I think they're still going to try to throw yeah, the ball Addison a lot. Plays San Francisco, obviously Flowers plays Detroit. Yeah. I mean, th- yeah. neither are good matchups. Neither are good matchups, but I'll take the receiver that has a quarterback that – you know, he throws the ball better than Lamar. I don't care what anybody says. Like, yeah, he's going to have interceptions. He's going to turn the ball over. But he's a guy that can strike downfield. Like, Lamar's not that guy. The offense isn't that right now for the Ravens. So I'm, I'm going to go with Addison. Yeah, I I mean, I agree with that as well. I do like Flowers a lot. I think you're fine with either one. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Addison, you know, with a, a lot of opportunities has opened up since JJ's not there anymore. So, I yeah, I, I like right. Addison a lot as well. Um, just looking through some of the discord stuff here. See if anybody, uh, we, we missed some stuff here. Um, hmm. what about, uh, here we go. So, uh, PPR need two mm-hmm. Puka, Sam Laporta, Rasheed Rice, Jameer Gibbs. So that's the, Sam the Laporta, top two, the, the, the first two. Yeah, Laporta and, and uh, Nakua. Yeah, that's easy. Okay, Sam Laporta is the second best tight end in, in the uh, in the NFL right now for fantasy. Second, number two. He's, he's so good, and and that was like Beast. my third most exposed tight end in in best balls. Uh, so that was very nice. nice. Um, but I'll tell you what, like, so he mentions Rasheed Rice in here. I for rest of the season, Rashe- 
I like Rasheed Rice, though. I think yeah. I think we're going to see as the season moves along, he gets more involved. He becomes the most dominant receiver in the red zone as well. They use mm-hmm. him in a, a, a plethora of ways in the route tree. I mean, when I watch him, he's not just a guy who's you know running drag routes or running streaks. Like he's he's kind of all over the place, and he's been like quietly the most like reliable receiver that the uh, you know that the Chiefs have. So. If he's out there anywhere available for you to get and you don't have to spend a lot yeah. in trade or if he's out on the waiver wire and you have a spot, I would definitely pick him up and just stash him for now and see what happens because a uh, number one wide receiver for Patrick Mahomes is very valuable. So just, you know, PSA for everybody. Watch out for Rasheed Rice rest of the season. He, he I, th- I really do believe that he's going to come into his own. You don't think Miko Hardman's coming to ruin the day? Yeah, no. He's more familiar yeah. with the offense. We'll see. Yeah, well, he's more familiar with also not seeing the playing field because the best ability is availability, and that man uh, tends to not be available. That's true. That's true. You got any other ones? I don't. No, I'm 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 all good. Anybody? Uh, anything else? Do you, do you have any start set questions, Justin, for your for your own self that you would like uh, my input? No. Okay. Fine. Fuck you. Then. I do not. <laughs> all right we are gonna head out appreciate everybody riding with us be sure to smash the like button on youtube and download the episode on apple and spotify podcasts take care be well be good if you can't be good be good at it we'll see you <laughs>